You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. It's always been my view professionally that when someone is looking at another job, another position, that they're either running away from something or running to something. And believe me, I have nothing to run away from, but wholeheartedly wanted to run to this job. If I were the athletic director at Missouri, Oklahoma State, or UCLA, my sights would have been on this guy. Doesn't matter that I'm at Nebraska. He is, in my opinion, not only the premier young coach in America, I believe he was everybody's first choice, and I got the pick of the litter. This is a special and exciting day for the University of Nebraska, and uh, especially for me because I have the honor and privilege to introduce the 28th head coach of Husker basketball, Fred Hoiberg. Well, welcome to this special edition of the Husker Online Show. Uh, Sean Callahan and Robin Washett, as we are here just to talk about one thing and kind of an extended new opening headline segment as Robin and I are going to hit on the surprising news here on Friday that Bill Moose has retired as Nebraska's athletic director. And I can't tell you, Robin, how much our phones really started ringing in last night. I mean, rumors were starting to get around, but you just didn't know what where it was going, what was actually going to happen um, credit the Lincoln Journal Star. They broke the news first um, before Nebraska got out in front of the announcement. And I just think it led to a lot of speculation. Officially, Bill Moose has retired as Nebraska's athletic director. Uh, there was no formal press conference, um, you know, nothing of that nature for him to kind of have a, a, a goodbye exit moment um, talking to the media. Now, he did conduct interviews with the Lincoln Journal Star and the Omaha World Herald over the phone later on Friday. Um, and everything was fine. Everything was peaceful. But it just – this whole thing just feels a little different, Robin, when you look at it and the timing of it and how it went down. Because Moose had been pretty open about wanting to stay on and earn that retention bonus of $1.25 million if he finished out his five-year contract. And, I mean, he was on the Big Red Blitz tour the week before. I know he's been in meetings with guys like Will Bolt discussing baseball as late as this week. Um, so you're going to have to really convince me that – this was really coming because Bill Moose was doing his job as late as Wednesday and he even had an interview set up with Adam Rittenberg of ESPN mm-hmm. for Friday um, that was canceled last night. So this thing moved pretty quick and it's no shock that it kind of timed out with the fiscal year ending here on June 30th. Well, that all makes sense. I mean, because if this something like this was going to happen, it's the logical point in the calendar to to do it because it's you know, obviously the off season for um, you know the, the majority of your sports and you get a chance to kind of let the dust settle, find a new replacement and hit the ground running come the fall. But, uh, you know, you, you hear stories about, you know, his meetings with, with head coaches of, you know, major athletic programs as early as just a couple days ago before this announcement but then on Friday after the the Board of Regents meeting, you know, Chancellor Ronnie Green said that he'd been in conversations with Bill Moose about this potential decision for a couple weeks. And so it depends on, I guess, who was involved in these discussions that, um, you know, kind of whether you were completely uh, blindsided by this or you had a sense that it was coming. But, you know, I guess uh, to the people at the, the highest spot on the totem pole, this was something that had been brewing at least for the last couple weeks. Yeah, it just doesn't have a very peaceful feel no. to it um, because normally – if Bill Moose was going to retire and, and, and kind of move off, um, you know, you, you would say, you know what, this is going to be my last year and kind of have a swan. This is my last year and I'm going to be out and whatever. 
Um, and this deal was like 24 hours notice. Uh, peace, I'm done. The fiscal year's over. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm back to the ranch. Um, and so, yeah, there's just a lot of questions you wonder and, you know, why it was done, why now, what's next. And, you know, we all know, I mean, at least us that are around it closely, Bill Moose was not a hands-on AD. Mm-mm. I mean, he'd go back to that ranch for a month at a time, weeks at a time. Wasn't always present at a lot of games. Um, football, he was obviously present at, but um, wasn't like a guy that was, you know, he wasn't at the baseball regionals in Fayetteville. And I don't know how much basketball he attended, Robin. Um, I mean, he, if it was, it was just here and there. And, you know, he sat up in his little box, so he wasn't really even courtside. So, you know, I mean, he really didn't have a presence at basketball for sure. And that was his style, though. I mean, yeah. I, I remember when Tim Miles was here and they had that big winning streak mm-hmm. and he didn't attend any of those games. And, you know, people were because Miles had a lot of popularity and people were upset that he wasn't even watching what Miles was doing. Mm-hmm. And, and he mentioned back then even like, that's not my style. I don't hover, et cetera. But, you know, the, the department in all reality was being run by a lot of other people day to day. Garrett Classy, mm-hmm. um, who, you know, orchestrated the Garth Brooks concert. Guys like Brandon Meyer, who now lead the media rights situation and, mm-hmm. and all the in-house media and marketing things and uh, John Johnson, John Johnson. Um, is kind of the Bill Moose right hand man, and then on the football side, guys like Matt Davison and Jared Lamprick, you know, they spearhead a lot of those things up there for football. So, you know, it, it was an it's an interesting leadership dynamic to me as it was already, Robin, with how that department's been run. Moose did what he had to do, though. He made these hires. He got Frost. He got Hoiberg. He got Bolt. Um, hired a pretty good women's golf coach, Lisa Johnson. Twelve total coaches out of the what twenty two. Sports and Ronda Ravel was pretty much on her way out, but was able to 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 keep mm-hmm. her position as the women's softball coach after that whole deal. And that was that was a bad deal for for Moose. How that all went down. I mean, how it looked like she was done, and then it came back around. So that was that was probably one of his only real hiring misfires. How that whole situation was handled and right um, cost Nebraska softball potentially Jordan Ball, the national softball player <laughs> of the year, who was committed to Nebraska and decommitted mm-hmm. when that whole thing happened, but. Yeah, it's um, interesting times here, Robin. Well, and, you know, basically just right around three and a half years uh, as the athletic director, it makes him the second shortest full-time athletic director tenure. And this is a trivia question for all you Husker trivia uh, dorks out there, but the the shortest is H.D. Gish who served three years from 1928 to 1931. So Probably made about three grand a year. <laughs> probably. And who knows how much money that was in 1928. But, uh, I mean, this is, for such a short window uh, of his time here, look at how much has changed with the Nebraska athletics. I mean, the hiring of your football, basketball, baseball head coaches, I mean, three of the you know biggest sports at the university, $155 million football complex, uh, and just the amount of different uh, facilities that were built uh, over the last four years. I mean, that's quite a mark to leave in such a short amount of time. So Bill Moose's tenure is going to be looked at in a lot of different ways. I mean, obviously, the lack of success um, is you know, undeniable. But that's not his problem. But it's not for a lack of effort. He got the coaches everybody wanted. When, in 2018, Scott Frost was the guy everybody wanted. In 2019, if he didn't get Fred Scott Hoiberg. Frost, if, if Bill Moose didn't get Scott Frost, he probably would have been fired exactly. his first year. So, I mean, like uh, from that sense, as far as investing into the athletic department, spending money, providing all the resources necessary to win, hiring all the coaches that everybody wanted, he checked every box. But, you know, the, the on-field, on-court success just has 
has not been there. And that, I think, is going to change how, at least in the short term, people look back on his time at Nebraska. But you cannot deny that he made his print on this program uh, and athletic department more than (laughs) really most uh, athletic directors in recent memory. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as Sean Callahan, Robin Watchett here. We're discussing uh, the Bill Moose news. And, you know, there are a lot of just things that you marked off over the last year, though, when you when I look at just the last year. A few things. The bowl game decision for Nebraska and, and how that all went down. Bill Moose, I know, was really working that to get him in a bowl. And he wanted him in a bowl. And Scott Frost kind of led that in a different direction, which led the players to voting not to go in a bowl where I think Moose would have said, nope, this is Nebraska. And, and he came out publicly and said, this is a one-off deal. We'll never be like that again where our team decides to play in a bowl. You know, we play in a bowl game at Nebraska. And, you know, did did that kind of fracture things with football and Bill Moose that, that and Scott Frost, that thing? That one sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. The Oklahoma series. Yep. Um, I don't believe Bill Moose wanted to get rid of that game. I think other people, and Scott Frost might be one of them, you know, when you see Nebraska has the second hardest schedule in the country right now, I believe only to Arkansas, um, there was some talk about not playing that game. And Moose fell on the sword there and and, and made his statement that he did. But I, I don't really believe that he wanted to get out of that game. Um, and so that was an interesting moment for me. And then the fundraising for the facility. Um, he was not involved much, Robin, in the facility fundraising and it was more Matt Davison, more former president Hank Bounds, mm-hmm. and obviously the development office. But you didn't really see Moose going out on the road and you know meeting with a lot of these people, doing the big. And that might not be his job, but he wasn't that forefront in the facility fundraising. So those were all things over just this last year that just jumped out to me. Well, and look ahead, too, at the changing landscape of collegiate athletics with the name, image, likeness stuff. Look, I remember back at the, the, not this past Big Red Blitz, but the one before, you know, people were asking just kind of about paying college players. And Bill Moose was very uh, upfront with his stance that the education and academic uh, resources that student athletes get uh, already was more than enough. And if you equate it, it's, it's basically like a, a full salary that they get to play collegiate athletics. Well, Things are going to change in a massive way. And you're starting to see this, you know, across college sports where the quote unquote old guard of guys that have been doing it a certain way for the last 30, 40 years, you know, they're they're not even wanting to be a part of what new college athletics is going to be and having to deal with um, you know, personal brands with players and having to to navigate through all that stuff that is inevitable. And then the transfer portal. I mean, the, the just collegiate athletics is such a different animal now than it was when Bill Moose, you know, for the majority of his career uh, was working with. And so you got to wonder how much that played a part into it. If that maybe leaned him more towards getting out now and not even wanting to, to deal with this basically new game that uh, he'd have to be playing if he stuck around. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show as we talk Bill Moose, and uh, he's done two interviews with the newspapers only, uh, Lincoln Journal Star and Omaha World-Herald. And Sam McEwen had this quote from Bill Moose in the Omaha World-Herald. Apparently, this was the best time. He wouldn't say who told him, though, he would be retiring. I'm not going there, said Moose, who was the highest paid AD at Nebraska um, in the history at $1.15 million per year. Um, and he said, better now than late August. Very short quotes from Bill Moose. Not very directive, but mm-hmm. let's face it. I mean, if Bill Moose had his druthers, I don't think he'd be retiring this week. No, I, mean, I don't think so either. I mean, I think there's, there's more to this story. 
and you saw the video. If you were online, there's a video um, some of the news reporters posted of the Regents meeting. The Regents met as well on Friday. Now, for the record, the Nebraska Board of Regents, which there's a lot of high-powered guys on there, like Tim Clare, Jim Pillen, mm-hmm. um, you have Jack Stark. I mean, guys that know football, that know what's going on, they did not know about this till today. Um, in fact, there was a line item on the meeting minutes to go over Bill Moose's new contract, which goes up like 50 grand this year. He was going to get a, a small bump that was already written in. So clearly the, the leadership of the university system, the Board of Regents, who had you know guys that played football at Nebraska on it or guys that were team psychologists for Nebraska had no idea this was coming. I mean, this was obviously done at the Ronnie Green, Ted Carter level, mm-hmm. and the order was executed pretty quickly at that point. Yeah, I mean, you just pair all that stuff with you know guys of that stature within the university and, and athletic department having zero clue this was coming, head coaches having zero clue this was coming, but then Ronnie Green saying that this had been bubbling for about two weeks now. I mean, that that's your right there. kind of shows you uh, where this decision was made. This was very much at the top uh, of the pecking order uh, that, that ended up ha- making this call, and uh, you got to wonder why. And I don't know when we're going to find that out or if we're going to find that out. And right now it's just rumors upon rumors, kind of people trying to speculate as to what went down, just kind of like we were doing earlier, but, um, you know, this this is something where, you know, it, it doesn't seem like Bill all of a sudden just woke up and said, you know what, I think I'm going to, you know, get off the horse and, you know, ride into the pasture type thing. This is a deal where he was planning on being the athletic director a few days ago. And now all of a sudden uh, you're talking about him doing a, a quote unquote retirement press release when retirement might not be the actual word there. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk more about what's next. Where should Nebraska go next? What type of AD should be next? All right, welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, as we discuss the news of Athletic Director Bill Moose's retirement, as they're calling it here at Nebraska, and where they go next. And I think that's going to be the debate, Robin. I mean, there's going to be the popular in-house choices. Um, You know, you have Hank Bounds, the former president, I don't know for sure if he's really interested anymore. It's hard to say. Uh, then you have Trev Alberts at UNO, um, you know, with, with his athletic playing background here at Nebraska. But, you know, him over 10 years ago dropping football at the University of Nebraska, Omaha, and wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people that still are upset about it to this day, but it was kind of one of those decisions that whoever was the AD at UNO was going to have to do what Trev did. Um, otherwise, their department financially would have been in a major, major hole. So, um, he's a name that's going to get a lot of mention, I think, Robin. Um, sure, there's some regents that could be candidates. Tim Clare, yeah, Tim Clare. Um, you know, is a well-known guy. I don't know if, if he'd really want it. It's, I mean, I guess the, the money is the money. But then you start talking outside the box. With like a Jamie Pollard. I, I didn't know this, but Jamie Pollard's daughter goes to Nebraska. Mm. And, you know, obviously he was Fred Hoiberg's former boss at Iowa State. You've got a little insight on Jamie Pollard, don't you? I mean, do you, do you, do you have any thoughts on him? Well, it's funny because he hired Fred at Iowa State, and obviously things went really well there. But, you know, there's some talk that when Fred eventually left, the, the relationship there wasn't all that great. And so that's something to factor in on that. And then also uh, he's got a really good thing going at Iowa State where he's got Matt Campbell seemingly locked up where um, if he does leave, they're going to make a bunch of money off of it. And um, you know, football's going. They just hired a new basketball coach. And so it's a very secure job where he could potentially stay there and retire and, and you know be uh, on easy street. Be a legend. Whereas you come to Nebraska, I mean, 
clearly <laughs> the pressure is significantly higher uh, and you're in a lot less stable situation. So I've, I don't know how much I buy into that one, just considering all those other circumstances. Well, in this job, I think has just so many different elements to it, but there's a level of politics and gossip that come with being in a football or athletic director job, like it or not, that are a reality. I mean, think about Bill Moose's first year. They had to come out with statements from the president and the chancellor that they weren't firing Bill Moose because of rumors about his inappropriate behavior. Yep. I mean, that circulated from like message board posts. And, you know, there's a lot of guys like that, like Jamie, like, why would I want to, I mean, people say, oh, they won't do that to you. Well, they've done it to everybody else. So, like, mm-hmm. wh- I mean, why Why do you want to go through that? So you have to – I think there's going to be some guys that look at this job and say, man, look how many people have not had success at Nebraska and how tough it can be. So that's something Nebraska's going to have to fight. And I, I think just, like I said, the gossip small town stuff that you know people are obsessed with talking about, you know, TMZ tabloid type things about coaches and athletic directors – at a high level, I mean, that's different for a lot of guys when they get to a place like Nebraska. Yeah, and so with this next hire, I mean, I think respect is going to be probably the biggest thing you need to look for, not only with uh, resume and accomplishments, but someone that, you know, people are going to buy into and has kind of that um, universal respect from, uh, you know, your 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 employees and fan base and boosters and all that stuff. And so there's a short list. I think that fits that bill. And, you know, I guess you could look at a couple candidates internally, but even then, you know, there's going to probably be some drama. And then, you know, outside, it's got to be someone that understands the animal that is Nebraska athletics and knows how to handle that and isn't going to get flustered when rumors start swirling about, you know, whatever it is, true or false, because uh, you know, that's almost inevitable in this landscape. So, I, you know, there, there's a very particular type of candidate that is going to work here. And I just don't know on the list that have come out with these projected, um, you know, potential new athletic directors, how many of those are, are going to check all those boxes necessary for it to, to be a successful hire. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a big decision for chancellor Ronnie green. Um, I mean, you think about how moose was hired. It was such a abrupt execution of Sean Eichhorst. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made the statement, on the Black Friday game coming off Black Friday, and then Northern Illinois beats Nebraska right around that time as well. And then, boom, he was out. That was it. I mean, he was gone. Um, and, you know, that was back when Hank Bounds was the president. And, and Ronnie Green had just kind of come out and publicly endorsed um, Sean Eichhorst about a week or two before that during his uh, State of the Campus address. So now Ronnie's got a really big decision on his hands because this hire, you know, and, and here's how I envision it, Robin. You get this hire done. I mean, you don't have to rush. Like, you have until, like, September, even early October. Get this guy in place. And if you're looking big picture, you know, football, this year's fine. You know, unless the season just completely goes off the rails and it's so obvious to everybody. But, you know, as long as this season shows progress, which I think most are optimistic it will, all of a sudden, to me, a new AD's in place, then 2022 becomes a really, really big year mm-hmm. in the discussion for the football program at Nebraska. The sellout streak, as we know, could be in jeopardy as well for 2021, um, and that's going to be blamed on a number of things, on-field performance, COVID, just fan experience at games. This next AD has to figure out a way, I think, to also improve fan experience, um, do different things, 
you know, maybe alcohol in the, in the stadium in different yeah. ways. I mean, everyone's just got to stop worrying about upsetting Tom Osborne about yeah. having alcohol in the stadium because I think it's coming, like it or not, and Garth Brooks is going to do that here when, when he comes. I mean, I haven't said that yet, but both you and I know it's going to happen for that Garth Brooks show. Yeah, and so, I mean, you got to be progressive. You got to be someone that's willing to kind of take the next leap into the uh, ever-evolving landscape of the new collegiate athletics and you know it goes along with the nil stuff um you know the 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 transfer portal stuff and then you know obviously um just kind of evolving nebraska on a local level with stuff like alcohol improving um very outdated fan experiences particularly with their football stadium and i mean that's there's some big ticket dockets uh that uh need to be addressed and you know ronnie green said it's going to be a natural national search but he hopes and expects it will move quickly so you got to wonder with this type of decision and the manner that it happened, do they already have that guy in mind? I mean, the timing of it with it lining up with the fiscal year, like you got to wonder if this is something that if it has been boiling for the last two weeks, is this a deal where Ronnie has a guy in mind and this thing is going to be a little bit quicker than some think? Now I'll be on vacation from July 7th through 13th. So I got it. Can can (laughs) we just make sure this happens like the 14th or 15th? Oh, it never works that way. Usually things only happen when you're gone on vacation. So bring your laptop. Yeah, I I will. <laughs> trust me. My va- It never leaves without me. But yeah, there's a lot to chew on. And uh, it's been very busy on the Red Sea Scrolls today, rightfully so, as um, you know, grumblings and rumors started coming out uh, Thursday night and then came to fruition here uh, on, on Friday morning that Bill Moose has retired after three and a half years, hired 12 coaches at Nebraska during that time, most notably Scott Frost, Fred Hoiberg, Will Bolt on the baseball side, and there'll be a new leader leading Nebraska. When that will happen, it's hard to say, uh, but thank you as we wrap it up. Make sure you stay on HuskerOnline.com as we will keep you up to date with the latest. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 